Just as crazy and I don't know what to do So I made a podcast for me and for you Pizza sauce and daily digs Everybody loves a bitch Japanese girls and 80s bitch Rock and roll like Stevie Nicks Mafia, Zelda Blues Telling you what's wrong with school Bruno Dance and Dan Marino Talking shit on people we know Hockey fights and cracking beers Living life without no fear Oh my brain, what's inside? I don't like know the word of like weird Japanese shit. Turtles and hot pockets. If you don't like those, I don't want to be friends. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Matt Manny. I'm currently in a war. In a war. I'm fighting a war against ants on multiple fronts. I think I'm starting to lose it. I'm being consumed. Consumed by the war against yeah, what are they called? I don't know what ants are called. What are uh, the ants' bodies called? Like, what genus group are they a member of? I was going to say arachnids. It's not correct. They have like a thorax. And I have three parts. I'm in a war against ants, and the reason it's consuming me, I mean, I'm obsessed. Like, my I'm spending, yesterday I literally spent probably 80 plus percent of my day, my waking day, Killing, staring at, hunting, uh, investigating, spying on. Like I did like an ant stakeout. Like I literally, <laughs> it's real ridiculous. What is my life? I sat at my kitchen table drinking like tea and just staring at a spot. Just to see if I saw like a speck. I'm talking like these are like. These are tiny ants. You know, they're not the smallest, but they're tiny. They're like little, if you have a fresh pepper grinder, they're like fresh pepper grinder bits. A little smaller than that, maybe. But um, yeah, I, I just stake out. The, I wanted to see where they were coming from. And I'm just obsessed. I'm, I'm mentally ill over this. And here's why. I got to go back a little bit. My girlfriend's like, she knows this too. And yet she's still questioning, like, why are you so... What is wrong with you? Like literally I spent most of the day on my knees and shit, like staring at cracks. I had a, a bottle of all natural, all natural. It still kills bugs. It's probably a lot of citric acid, all natural, like Windex multi-purpose cleaner and then paper towels and a jar of peppermint oil, which apparently helps madman. Like, what am I doing? Like if I never stop long enough to go out of myself and stare down and just go, dude, you're on your knees, like in between bushes and like plants It's like, what am I doing? But here's why, you know, this didn't just come out of nowhere. Backtrack a few years when I'm living in Shanghai in an apartment um, by myself on this real cool street. And I, you know, this is like my first apartment in Shanghai on my own. Really, I hadn't been on my own in like a couple of years where I actually had like my own place and everything uh, for various reasons. So this is it. I'm going to make it great. I'm going to get plants. There's like these awesome, there's this awesome like nursery plant store. They also sell like birds and exotic fish and, you know, your typical Chinese random market that's plants eh, maybe you can get an illegal turtle or two that's all i'm gonna say you know maybe there's some weird birds that shouldn't be in there i don't know one of those like you're wandering through and you're like should i be breathing in whatever the hell these animals are putting out and i'm just this sounds like covid now but i'm talking about this is 2016 2017 
Um, no, it was mostly a plant store. Beautiful, beautiful plants, flowers, exotic. You can get anything. These people are amazing. So I buy all these cool ass plants, ones to hang, ones this. And at some point when the weather warmed up, now it might have not been the plants, but I'm going to go with the plants. I got like infested with mosquitoes in my apartment and Chinese mosquitoes are the most annoying. I'm telling you, like, I don't think anyone's ever done a comparison. You know what I mean? There's different types of mosquitoes. And I'm sure there's ones that uh, are more prevalent in terms of carrying different types of like diseases and malaria and stuff. But the Chinese ones are so annoying. And not only are they annoying, their bites are like, I swear to God, they're more itchy than like, you know, if you're in the U.S. around here in the Northeast and you're out in the woods in the summer, you're going to get bit by some mosquitoes. They're like them big suckers and they itch for a little and they look like shit. But these Chinese ones, uh, the worst. So like, anyway, I, I might have talked about this before. I have copy books written just filled with this horrible time in my life, which I think is worth real artistic value because I was borderline losing my mind. Like I maybe maybe I did, I think. Um, because I got infested with mosquitoes and it wasn't just that like I was getting bit all day. It was only at night and they buzz right up to your ears and it wakes you up. And then once that happens a few times or you're about to fall asleep and, zzz, and, and they get right in that ear hole. I don't know why they have to bite right there. They could just bite my face, bite my neck, whatever. Bite. Uh, they do bite your hands and that's awful too because they're exposed. But they would, after a few nights of that, then next thing you, know, you can't go to sleep because you're laying there. And I'm like, I got the covers like as far up to my ears almost as possible. And I'm like, what was that? <laughs> I'm like freaking out and everything you think you hear. Oh, sometimes you're about to fall asleep and then you wake up because you think, but it's like that phantom phone ring. So I'm losing my mind. So every night I would literally turn all my lights off. I looked on, I looked up how to like hunt mosquitoes, which is going to save my life someday. Like I'm sleeping in a jungle or some shit. I'm going to kill a mosquito that would have like given me some awful disease. You turn the lights off and for like I don't know, 30 seconds, let's say. And then you take a flashlight. And when you turn the lights off, the mosquitoes settle on the walls or on the ceilings usually, but or high up on the walls. So you just start scanning, scanning, and I'd find these little black marks. I'd go smash these under. I'd go, you bitch, and I'd smash them, and their blood would splatter on the wall. And I'd leave it as a mark for the others to know I'm not here. Fuck around. And yeah, I mean, literally, my girlfriend would come over, and there'd be like blood marks all over the wall. Like I was into some real fucked up shit. Uh, but and they are bitches because the females are the ones that bite you, little assholes. So. Um, I'd smash them and I'd have to do this every single night. And like, I had to assume like, look, I got them all. Like I wasn't infested. Like they were just all over the walls, but like I could kill an easy, like four or five every single night just before bed. Um, then there'll be a couple I didn't find. I think I was stuffing like towels under the doorway too. So they couldn't get on. It was just ridiculous. I don't know where they were coming from. There might've just been a hole in my screen or something, or it's just China. They just get in. Like it was an old construction building. There's no insulation. There's just, it was just concrete walk up, no elevator. I was on the fifth floor. That's the top floor. Um, I think that's what they call them like walk-ups, but I liked it a lot. It was a cool place. Beautiful. I got the full Shanghai experience, you know, living in like one of these old Shanghai. I never even thought about that. Isn't that weird? I had this, like, it would be like living in like an old Amsterdam home on like, you know, the, the canal or living in like Paris and some, or something like that. It was like, I was living in these old Shanghai. I got the real Shanghai thing. It never really 
appreciated it as much as I should have. Um, maybe because I was losing my mind. But the mosquitoes, I thought they were coming from these two plants. And then I started putting all my plants out in the doorway. Or they might have just been getting in the door every day. When I, I don't know. But I was traumatized. And to say that this was like a weak thing, this wasn't a week. This was like weeks and weeks and weeks. It might've been like months. Again, I really was at an insane point in my life and I lost track of a lot of things. Uh, because while the mosquito thing was going on, also outside of my window was a bamboo scaffolding that they were drilling. This is what they do. Like these old walk-ups. Actually, I lived in two walk-ups. Okay. Um, but the the walk-ups, they have to redo the outside of them, but it's like mortar. So they have to jackhammer all of that off and then they replace it or they paint. I don't know what the hell they do really. And then they shit, they change the tiles on the, t it's insane. It's the most raucous, loud, like soul orienting, like disor disorienting. It, it makes you want to vomit. And this goes on for months and out of nowhere, I was sleeping one night and I hear this loud crashing. The whole building is shaking. I shoot up out of it. I literally thought there was an earthquake. I remember grabbing the bed, freaking out and like rolling out of the bed and like trying to cover myself because shit was shaking, like it was shaking desperately. The whole thing, because these dump trucks came in and dumped thousands of pounds, like tons of bamboo. I'm talking like hundred foot long bamboo poles just a whole truckloads of them just dropped them right below my window. And it was because they built these scaffolds and then they move right in. I literally wake up in the morning and look outside of my window and sitting right outside of my window while I'm getting out of bed as a dude smoking a cigarette, Chinese dude, like looks like he's right out of the bush. And you're just like, Whoa, I guess I got roommates. Like what is happening? So this was going on. The mosquitoes were going on. Just, I was I was ready to, to like, just lose my mind. So now back to the current day, I, I had to go down that whole road. I know it seemed like it took a while. Ants. Now the ants, here's the thing. I seen them. We got a whole sunroom. We have a lot of plants. I seen some ants. I was like, whatever. We got plants. Not a big deal. A couple of ants. You got some plants. No biggie. And then I see some in the little powder room or little bathroom we have down by the front door. And I go, yeah, it's not that far away from right outside. Like the window, there's plants right under that window and bushes. They probably got in. So whatever. It's a couple of ants. I don't like to kill ants. I like ants. I've watched an ant documentary or two in my life. I appreciate what they're about, their strengths, their, uh, the camaraderie, the teamwork. I love ants. Who doesn't like ants? So I don't kill them. Right. I'm like, whatever. Well, now fast forward a little bit more. I just finished my kitchen. It almost, that's why I didn't do a podcast for like two weeks. I was doing my kitchen, ripping off uh, wallpaper, painting, scraping it, doing it. It was unbelievable amount of work to just get a wall. And as an artist, I'm somebody who paints, not being like, oh, I'm good at it. Meaning like, I know what painting a surface takes and what making a painting takes in terms of time. This was arduous. It was backbreaking. I literally, I was, my back is still killing me leaning over on a ladder, doing the deep cleaning. I mean, okay. I'm not the best at it in terms of, cause I'm probably a bit of an artist. I'm sloppy. I just like to get crazy. So, you know, I had to go back and do a little bit touch up, a little bit touch up here and there. 
Long story short, I killed myself trying to do this thing. Finally finished it. I'm enjoying this new kitchen and it's brilliant. I'm doing the cooking. I'm loving cooking lately. I'm uh, ants. Ants. Them same ants that I didn't kill. See, this is the problem. This is where PETA loses out when one of their kids gets mauled by some kind of animal. This is like, should have let them top predators get pushed out by the developments and the golf courses. You wanted to bring the wolves back in. Yeah, sorry. Now, Timmy got carried off into the woods. Maybe you'll find a, some tattered clothing. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Maybe the, the wolves have a good will. But that's what happens when you don't destroy animals on site. <laughs> that's why we need assault rifles. That's the point I was trying to make. We need assault rifles to take down animals or they take us down. If you give even an, an inch, they take your whole kitchen. Sons of bitches. So now I'm in this battle with these ants and it's, I got the raid traps. I'm not really sure who they work. Are they traps? I always thought the raid thing, like I'm fighting chemical warfare now against these sons of bitches. <laughs> Little six leg demons. They uh, also, I just have like all this. I've never owned a home. I feel like I had some ants at my parents' house. Like I mentioned it to my dad. He's like, yeah, it was the once in the spring. You get some ants on the windowsill, whatever. But I've never felt like I was being invaded on multiple fronts because it's not just the kitchen. I see them coming through the sunroom, through into the kitchen. It's insane. So I'm using chemical warfare to fight these things. I got these raid pods. I thought they'd go in. They nibble some of that food. They tell everybody, hey, there's some food here for nibblings. And then they take it and they take it back to everybody. Everybody shares it and then everybody dies. Maybe that's the roaches. Maybe are the ro are roaches more sharing than ants? Ants are just like ants don't even have sharing. They just have focus. Like just do your job, do your job. And that's it. They don't care about their own well-being or anything. They really don't. Because um, they ain't mammals and pieces of shit. With their exoskeletons and super strength. What the fuck I'm talking about? That's all accurate, by the way. I just don't know why I'm saying it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, fighting these ants with this chemical warfare. And um, it got me thinking, like, I'm so angry at these ants and disgusted with them when I, I had no animosity towards it. Like I said, I let them be. But this just goes to show this starts getting me thinking about Russia and Ukraine. Now, isn't that naturally where it's going to go? I don't know. Maybe other people are like, how does this guy? But in all seriousness, I had no animosity towards these ants. I didn't care. Whatever. You know. Now I hate them. Like I'm smashing them, like crushing them and shit. It just goes to show you this is what happens with the enemy. Like the enemy is a thing in just human. Obviously, we know we're warlike and all this stuff, but we want to try to get that. We want to try to act like we've moved on from that. How could we? Why? What do you mean? It's not like wars have ever stopped. First off, I feel like there's this big, this, this is the first major war in Europe. Not that far away is Turkey and below Turkey's Afghanistan. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Just cause, okay. Yeah. That's not Europe, but it's not that far. And it's like, none of this shit has ever ended. Like in my entire life, basically, the U.S. has been in some sort of war, Gulf War, war in Iraq. all that. So it's like we act like we've surpassed something or moved on. We've gotten better. Our ancestors, those people were savages. And I'm talking about like World War Two and even Vietnam. It's like, look, 
the enemy is a, and it's I'm I'm not saying this to justify anything that's going on or but I just totally understand like not even understand it just it doesn't surprise me like and we're coming to this always just like people are you were better than this we shouldn't be doing this there should be peace and it's like if someone fucks with your shit no you're not there's not going to be peace like I was fine. If you let people be, people weren't letting me be. You know, these ants weren't letting me be. I tried to let them be. And they invaded my kitchen. That's my fucking safe space. Like, can't screw up my shit. You know, that's where I feed myself. So it just, it's like the the disgust I had yesterday, more so yesterday. A lot of them are dead now. I've poisoned them with mustard gas. Little ant mustard. I got one of those little sprayers. They're all under the sink vomiting and losing their skin it's beautiful <laughs> available at your local cvs <laughs> holy shit yeah um for war what isn't it good for no just under it's just like come on i totally get it it's it's so easy to feel nothing for that like i feel more and this is why it's so hard to feel because of just common day problems, you know what I mean, too? Like, I want to be, sure, Ukraine. I talked to my buddy who's from Ukraine, who was a comedian friend of mine, you know, close buddy. He'd come to my birthday parties in Shanghai and everything. And I asked him, you know, hey, man, do you know what's, this is like the day one invasion. Like, hey, man, just, do you know what's going on? Like, I thought maybe he had some, like, inside stuff from, like, friends there. Uh, you know what's going on and blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, I was like, are your friends and family all right? He, he, he just wrote. Well, I should actually, ah, oh, my phone's being used to record this. I think it was just, yeah, man, I'm good. My dad's in Ukraine. It's a full on Russian invasion. So things are fucked. Like, I think that was like, it was so Ukrainian of him, but also like the perfect reporting. Like, why isn't that like CNN's reporting or, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how much of reporting is horse shit. There's the whole thing about like Hemingway, you know, short declarative sentences, like state the facts, let the story tell itself, all that stuff, which I'm not a, I was never really a proponent of that. I write purplish or whatever the hell they call it. I don't know. I like just having fun. I'm more like a Henry Miller. Let's get weird with this shit. Let's push it. It's half poetry. It's half a real sentence. Who the hell knows? Who cares? But either way, it'd be great if like New York Times and CNN articles were just like, dad's in Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> young, young Ukrainian living abroad interviewed. Dad's in Ukraine. Full scale Russian invasion. Stop. It's fucked. Stop. Like, <laughs> were they, uh, beep, 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 beep. were there ever like, uh, there had to be telegrams where it's like, you tell that whore, beep, 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 beep. If she lifts her skirt up one more beep, beep, time, stop, beep, 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 and shows her ankles to the lads, beep, 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 stop. I will smash her face. I will, <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's awful. Uh, don't be historically accurate. They weren't smashing women's faces in the Wild West. Uh, I will take away her opium. Beep, beep, stop. It kind of lost its luster at the end there. Sorry, I can't do a goddamn Western sketch. <laughs> the drop of a hat. I've lost my touch. It's time to hang up my hat and my goofy Asia beads. I got my... 
you know, I got my like Asia outfit on today um, because, well, uh, yeah, we finished the kitchen and we need to start outfitting this house a bit with like pictures and paintings and stuff. And we have a ton of pictures from traveling around Asia, obviously. Uh, so it's time to go through them. You know, it's been a little bit and going through pictures is fun. Um, you know, I didn't want to necessarily go down that road of nostalgia, but I did. And that's why I didn't want to, like, I didn't, I didn't like how much I was excited to just look at pictures of a better time in my life. <laughs> and, uh, just better place. It's not better. Just, you know what I mean? We all wax poetic about, other times, better days, which generally weren't better, which let me bring up that point. I talked about all the mosquitoes and shit in Shanghai. Yeah. Looking at these people, I'm like, oh, Shanghai, our life's been a little bit tough right now. You know, we're a little bit stressed. We're trying to find our way. We got this business thing. The dog's a pain in the ass. Uh, you know, just the house. It's a lot for us. The dog, uh, just life tragedies and it's just never easy. The dogs get neutered and we think that's the big thing. And then we get a call while we're at the neutering arguing about the, the, get the x-rays, get the dogs elbows, x-ray or gestures, hips. Like these conversations I never thought I would have had. Like fucking adult life isn't the real world. It fucking doesn't hit you. Like someday you just step out into the real world. It sneaks up on you. Sneaks up when you think nothing matters. You're getting drunk. You're having a goofy ass time. You're just joy, cafe dining, living abroad, blah, blah. And then next year you're in a car having like, you're having, you know, you're having the great sex. You're not in the backtrack when things were still not, you're having great sex in the car. Now when backtrack, when things were good, you're in love, everything's romantic. Oh, it's just taking trips. It's like every two months is a, is a honeymoon. It's amazing. It's not a real life for most people, but it is for a lot of people in Asia. That's why you live there. Fucking living in Asia is like living in a honeymoon dream, crazy psychedelic, uh, just false reality, like wacky Wednesday, like even the money, my boy would always be like, dude, I don't even know. I don't keep track of money. Like you just get it. You spend it. It comes it goes. and it's Asia. You can, if you're white, even if you're black, anything, if you're American, you're far, you can make money in Asia, a lot of it. So anyway, um, as I was saying, what was I saying? Oh, we're looking nostalgia, you know, um, and thinking that times were always better. Again, I, looking at the photos, I'm like, oh, then I'm thinking about, I got this little ant problem, a little ant problem that I just talked about for 15 minutes. It's not a little problem. I don't want it to get out of hand. That's another thing. Things are getting out of hand in life too easily. You got to just get that shit dealt with immediately. That's my new thing. Excuse me. What a fucking animal. Uh, but yeah, that these ant thing is like nothing. I got a bigger house. It's nice. Everything's so much easier, really. There was nothing but, not nothing but, but living in Shanghai was a ton of annoyance. Every day was some new problem or some new this, some new this. We act like it's not. Now, if you look at, again, back to adulthood sneaks up on you, it's like, yeah, it just seems like everything when you get to a certain age, 
I'm not trying to be negative or depressed. It just seems like also, God, I sound like I'm probably somebody who's like seven, you know, when like old people are like everyone, you know, just starts dying and then you're like, fuck, you need to be on drugs. Like you're old. Why aren't you just fucked up on like prescription Medicaid? Like I get it. Moving to Florida seems great. It's fucking hot. There's just like a whole bunch of old pussy everywhere. That's probably widowed and wilted. (laughs) Ah, shit. Widowed and wilted. That needs to be a fucking tank top for like some crazy, like Miami grandmas widowed and wilted. I don't give a fuck. Uh, But no, man, just, uh, I don't want to sound like that, but like you do get to a certain age and everything just becomes heavier. It's just really what it is. Everything takes on a level of seriousness where the projections you had for the, when I'm older and all that goes like, well, I am older and none of that's around me. (laughs) Better start facing the old inadequacies, but it's not just that you realize, you know, yeah, you got to start doing that shit or a lot of things. I'm not going to be a professional athlete, you know, professional, uh, I don't know, weed smoking champion. It's on the table, potentially. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some kind of international drinking competition. Uh, you know, it could be there. But look, you know, I'm not going to be a professional Premier League soccer player. You know, I think it could happen. I think I could take a couple of those guys for like five minutes. You know what I mean? If I got into really good shape, at least body size wise, I could throw them little pricks around. I wouldn't stand a chance. Some dudes are like human, like experiment gazelles. Um. Anyway, adult life sneaks up on you and not everything's great as it seemed. But we're looking at these pictures and, uh, you know, so I'm in the Asian mood. So I got on my Thailand Chang. It's the best seltzer in the world. It's called Chang or Chang's. I don't know. Look it up. Sounds racist, but I mean, some shit's just called what it's called. (laughs) It's super sharp. It's got such a bite. The bubbles in it are like massive carbonation bubbles. Like if you think like Coke, a lot of people like weirdo freak pieces of shit who like Pepsi. Uh, yeah, you know who you are out there. I'm talking to one guy specifically. I love him, but if you think like people who like Pepsi, it's like flat syrupy and Coke's got that bite. That's why it's so good. That's why like, you know, it's good when Warren Buffett one is invested in it too. It's made them billions. Like you're going to tell me Pepsi's better. Get out of here. It's poor shit. Yeah, Pepsi's got to spend like $50 million on some stupid Super Bowl halftime <clears throat> crap that nobody cares about, which apparently people did care about. I don't know how. It's a fucking Eminem's making a political statement. It's a giant Pepsi commercial, you twat. Like, seriously, it, it's not. I didn't even know he was doing anything, but I, I'm not going to get on that. It's, it's a Pepsi commercial. Chang's, my point is, God, stay on one topic, you moron. Chang's has like two, three, four times the bite that Coke has. It's powerful. And our favorite bar in Shanghai, this little Mexican place owned by this uh, Marine, ex-Marine California dude. Uh, Shout out to El Poco and uh, La Coyota. Best bar in Shanghai, hands down, for like cocktails and drinks. And, you know, there's a... It's a tiny little place. So if you're not feeling that and you want to like shoot pool, it's not the spot for you. But uh, they use Chang's and all their mixed drinks and just, mm, it's amazing. 
Plus, it's been 70. It was 72 yesterday. I'm just ready for spring. I'm ready for uh, just adventure, something new, you know? I'm just pumped. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to go through some of these photos and shit. Maybe I'll post some of them on, like, Instagram or something. I don't know. Nobody cares. But whatever. It's fun looking at cool photos that you haven't had. And I'm excited to put them on the wall and stuff. I got there's some good ones. I got a monkey holding a Pringles can. He's got chip crumbs all over his little stash. He's like this. He's holding the Pringles can with his foot. And then he's, like, got chips. He stole them off of some tourist in... Uh, Phuket, I want to say Phuket, I think, in Thailand. He was just munching them. So we're going to put those, a bunch of them, all over. I think that'll be cool. I got green green walls in the kitchen. The Pringles can is green. It's fucking genius. You know, it just works. I'm going to put that monkey right on the snack cabinet. But uh, the weird thing about wearing this is I did do like a check. I do a little video check. I want to see that like I'm in frame. Things look good. And I was like, this isn't a good look. I'm like hairy. I look like a scumbag. And like this and all that. And like I judged. I was literally going to like change my shirt. It's like I went, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This is what I wanted to wear. Like, is this what I wanted to wear? Yes, it is. I had this whole time. <laughs> is this what you wanted to wear today? It is what. And you do you. I had like a whole like. I have a character I used to do in stand-up called Mike Powerhouse, which I think I'm going to bring back. And he's like, Mike Powerhouse is a life coach. I should just do it. It kind of goes something like, uh, let's see. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Powerhouse, life coach, life coach. That's right. I teach life coaches how to be better life coaches. Today, we're talking about choosing your outfit. I know you're going to walk into that mirror and you're gonna say i look like an asshole well maybe you do but hey you fucking own that asshole everyone's got an asshole you might as well look like one wear what you want unless it came from hot topic because come on that is not the way to get ahead in life no i'm just kidding hot topic i got a hot topic g-string right on right now makes it uh just really lifts and separates the old nuts anyway this went off the rails I'm like powerhouse, make it a powerhouse day. Edit that shit out about my nuts. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's just this character who has life advice, like on anything and everything. Like he just, he assumes he, he is successful. That's the thing. Like these people, you can't, what the fuck is somebody calling me from Leander, Texas? Get out of here. Go away. Awful. That better not affect this recording. You pieces of shit. Whoever you are. I don't know anybody in Leander, Leander. Leander. Hey, Leanne. There's a place in Texas named after you. Um, yeah, Mike Powerhouse. Great character. He. That's the thing, though. Yeah. The thing about these people who are like, you got to do this. This is what you do. Park on the other side of the lot. Why? One, get your steps in. Two, Avoid assholes banging in your car with carts because nobody's walking a cart that far. Three, you get out and beat the traffic. You don't have to weave your way out. You don't have to wait for pedestrians. Fuck waiting for pedestrians. That ain't no powerhouse shit. Uh, that went a little urban there. That went a little urban, let's be honest. <laughs> I love that. Fuck pedestrians. Waiting for pedestrians is pedestrian. You want to park away from the store. You zip out. They don't have the right of way. You have the right of way. You know why? Because you're doing big things. 
I'm like powerhouse, make it a powerhouse day. Like that's those types of people are actually successful. Like delusion is a great, great gift. And uh, unfortunately, probably most depressed people, not like, you know, it's clinically depressed. They're delusional in another way, because I, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying like they usually probably think worse of themselves and is true. And, you know, they might have a negative uh, image of themselves or body dysmorphia or whatever, you know, the things that cause other issues. Um, but like generally people, you know, depressed artists kind of just like, Meh. who knows? Or maybe, they, maybe that's the, the wrong skew of life. Uh, but, you know, these people are completely delusional. God, what an advantage just to be completely. I know a few people, I mean, completely and not in the sense that like they didn't have talent or they weren't this or they weren't, but just the, the self-talk, but Hey, maybe it's powerful. So I did it to myself today. I think I got to bring back Mike powerhouse. I love that guy. It's like, but I didn't do it like that to myself. I was just like, hey, you like this shirt, you know, whatever, little chest hair. It's not my problem. You live with it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just was like, I like it. It's putting me in the good mood. You know, it's like wearing a Santa Claus hat. You don't like, you look like an idiot. Of course you do. It's just, it's fun. What's what everyone's problem with shit? Why can't things just be fun? You know? Why can't things just be fun? I don't know. I got a lot to talk about. So turds and where to live. That's a topic I want to cover. So looking at these photos, of different places. And then we started watching, like I wasn't in the mood to watch anything specifically. There's some basketball Sixers are killing it. Sure. Whatever. We got finished watching, um, next level chef. I got to bring my girlfriend on. We'll talk about that. That's a whole thing. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Gordon Ramsay. He guy knows how to produce a show. It's great. It's complete garbage. I think my girl, <laughs> I think she said, God, this is so perfectly an escape. Like, it's true. It's great. I say garbage in the sense of like, it's good TV, like in the sense that you're like, this is awful. Put on the next one. Um, <laughs> am I just fucked up? Is this not how people have like the standards of what they watch and look like, God, this is terrible more. I think that's pretty normal, right? I mean, you know, come on. It's why all those shows during during COVID now that's, that's carrying over. That's the problem. They're just keep, they're like, you yeah, know, people like the shit, just keep making more garbage. Like real, no real garbage. I mean, just take a camera into Walmart, pick a person at random, film their fucking life. It'll be a hit. <laughs> like that's where we're at, uh, with that. But, um, turds and where we started watching the, the Ramsey Gordon Ramsey travel show, uh, you know, I'm not trying to just go all Gordon Ramsay all the time, but I don't feel like really finding something else. And, uh, you know, he's, that's, that's, it's a shame. He's probably a cool dude. I like him, you know, from what I know of him and whatnot, but these like food network people and these chefs, they become like, it's, I'm, I'm not saying this, like, they're not upset. They don't give a shit. They're counting money. These dudes are uh, these ladies, these dudes, I say dudes, everyone's a dude to me. Um, you know, these people are probably having great lives and happy as hell, but it's like kind of weird that their brand, I'm just like, 
Yeah, I don't know what to watch anymore. Just more Ramsey. Just Gordon Ramsey anything. Like, can we get Gordon Ramsey playing dodgeball? It's fucking, like, you know, and I'll watch it just because I don't feel like thinking. That's like when you're at a, you're just burnt out and you're at a bad spot. It looks like I've been doing blow. I'm not. I, I got like one of those ticklish from my mustache hairs going up there. And in the warm weather, maybe I got some allergies. But watching these travel shows, there's like these places in Asia that we wish we went to and we didn't. We're like, oh, we could have like we decided to leave China and move back to the U.S. Now, there's OK, there's reasons for that family and, we, you know, you were away. But like, what were we thinking? And with the amount of money that we spent, the mistakes we made or oh, oh, my God, we could have lived. We could have been living like a baller, just awesome life in Laos or Cambodia or even Thailand. Just all these things and places we could move and do. And it's just like, what were we thinking? Now, I didn't have the skills that I have now. I didn't know how to do all this video stuff and whatever and blah, blah, blah. You know, now I'd be way more valuable in these places. I could just do freelance work. I can make videos and YouTube stuff and next and that and blah, blah, blah. It's just more of that. But that leads me to, do you really want to be in those environments? Because that's the kind of people you're going to run into. Like you see these people on YouTube and you're like, God, oh, I wish we could do that. Uh, it's like you kind of can. You just got to, these people save up. They bite the bullet and they take the risk and just start doing it. And you only see the, wow, they go to magical places and they, wow, they film and they do this is awesome. But it's like, they're not always staying in nice places. They might stay in one nice place just to film and do that. Then they're like backpacking and like living in hostel. you know, not all of them. Maybe some of them are loaded again. You just don't know. But my thing is there's a certain kind of turd that lives everywhere. Now it's not the same turd. There's a turd spectrum. Okay. For example, you got your New York turds. People are like, I moved to New York and like New Yorker and this is everything and I'm strong. And I, uh, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. And uh, 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 I could, I, I could make it anywhere except I couldn't make it in my hometown because everyone thought I was a fuck face. And I don't know what this accent is. This is non-binary. This isn't a woman. This isn't a man. I don't know what it is. It's just that turd. Just like, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere except for my hometown because those guys suck and fuck you. I'm going to make it. Like if you could make it anywhere, stay the fuck home. You know, that turd who just is like, so New York and shoves it on you. And like everyone who doesn't live here doesn't fucking know anything. And they don't have culture. They fucking suck. Hate them. Hate them. They don't even know like the subway. That turd. And then you got like an LA. I'm, it's a very specific turd. There's lots of different types of that turd. You know what I mean? There's even like artsy, like uh, I'm a photographer, I live in New York and, it's just the New York scene. It's just beautiful. This is the best. It's, you know, this raw, like a de decaying society, like uh, just all that shit, whatever. There's a Brooklyn turd. Then there's the LA turd, which is a whole other thing. And uh, there's a Philly turd. You know, there's a, most definitely a Boston turd. It's just turds. There's turds in small towns where it's like those people, you know, like the Boulder turds. You know, they move and they're like, we're like into hiking and like you buy it, you know, just natural life. And then it's like, you live in a duplex. The fuck are you talking about? 
<laughs> fuck you live in a fucking apartment building like what are you talking about like, you do like those things but you know you're not fucking living in a tent in the off grid shithead you know what i mean so there's like a backpacker turd and you gotta ask yourself do you want to live in like these cheap like laos and it's like the thing about these places is there, in addition to the backpacker turd, there's like sketchy, just like Asia floaters. Like these people that just like float Asia. They may have multiple wives. They may even have children. They may be on like a most wanted list somewhere. Sir's blowing up a restaurant with like for some drug uh, war that they were in in Cambodia. And like, you know what I mean? Like just sketchy ass people floaters you know but like there's something awesome about that too and dangerous and just lively and you know just everything is crazy and that's in addition but then there's the backpacker people like you got to me like it's the same people over and over again and i'm not to say that those people are all exactly the same but in that regard of like we're backpacking there's like a lot of australians like fucking I'm going to fuck up the Australian now. Cause I was doing that. Like, you know, I was doing that too long, but like, yeah, right. Like fucking, we take some shroomies. Yeah. We're, go, we're going to go out. We doing a backpack. Right. And then we'd take some shroomies, maybe, you know, joke off on each other out in the fucking bush. Hey, eh? that'd be good. Right. Backpacking, making a sex video, sex vlog, doing a sex vlog, making it on, Back home, I, I know I'm a dental tech, but fuck that, you know, fucking corporate pieces of shit, uh, you know, trying to make it backpacking, eh? All right, you know, it's that kind of thing, that kind of thing. I have to come down on the Australians. That was a little bit more uh, Tasmanian anyway, maybe a little bit more uh, New Zealand. But you just get that thing. It's a certain age group. It's like all over Thailand. You see these little groups of like, girls like sororities and shit like we're backpacking or who the fuck knows just frangry whatever there's nothing wrong with those people they're fun it's a great life a part of me hates them because i want to go back and be them i didn't do it i didn't do the backpacking thing so i hate myself i just fucking lived a normal life in china like a shithead with a job um but yeah i should have done that i guess i think i'm a pussy I like being comfy. I don't like like sleeping on mattresses that I find out are covered in piss. And clearly I don't like insects. So that's, <laughs> that's a problem for most of Asia. But yeah, I'll get to the heart of the matter. So I'm going off of these tangents. Just I'm trying to really nail down the character. It's good for me. I, I love like, yeah, that like I love getting like a, a thing that you kind of dislike and just distilling it down into like an exact face that you don't even know. You just made it up kind of in your head, but then you can just fucking hate it. That's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of approaching right now, but you got to understand, do I want to live in that? And I don't think I do. And of course you can avoid some of it, but then you have the, like, we're in the know, the expat, the expat turd is a thing too. The study abroad turd. I've been some of these, so I'm, I'm okay. I can say it, you know, I can say it. Um, but then you have like the turd here, see, and like, we're in like, you know, New York area, kind of uh, wealthy. Well, not kind of, all right. We live in like a wealthy area and it's just like people who are well off and lawyers and doctors. And it's like, they're kind of far along in life in terms of like, they got kids and families and they're shit together and they have like actual professional careers 
And it's like, they're, it's not even that aspect of them. They're just boring turds. They don't do anything. They, you know, not to, you could be a lawyer, a doctor and interesting or cool or this or that. And then they're like, they're also just like, none of them are friendly. I think they're like a lot of people have just recently moved out of New York because of COVID and like settled over here and bought houses with their kids. And like, they're used to New York where like, you don't talk to your neighbors and shit. Like, stay the fuck away from me. What is like, I don't got time for you. Everything's transactional. You know what I mean? Like you, you, I pay you, you give me a coffee or I do this. And it's like, just, it's not even personal. There's no time for that. There's too many people here to be interacting with. It would take me all day to make small talk with everybody. But now they have homes and they live in a community and they, these people literally don't say hi. We wave to them on the street and say hi. And it's okay. One time was somebody walking their dog at night and I was walking alone at night. So maybe you don't want to say hi, or maybe they had headphones in. Sure. Like the middle of the day, it'll be like a full family with like their young, you know, two year old daughter. And you know, they're walking and we go hi. And there's just nothing. There's not even like, like my girlfriend says, like, don't you tell your little daughter or your son, like, say hi, honey, say wave, say hi. None of it, nothing. They don't even acknowledge that we spoke. It's the weirdest thing ever. I don't, and it's not like these, there are foreign people. Like the one couple was a white dude and an Asian lady. And a lot of them, um, everyone around here speaks English. Even if there's a, you know, Russians, Koreans, whatever, they speak English fluently. So it's just like, what? Like sometimes I even look, I'm like fucking something wrong with me. Like I don't understand what's not to interact. It's just the strangest thing. So there's a turd here and I'm not sure we like it. I <laughs> like the scent of this particular turd I'm trying to figure out then where the hell does that leave us? And I guess we just, you know, we get the dog now, I guess we just stay here and we just live like they do. Just, we're not going to interact with you people. Uh, I'm the one that has uh, the guns and ammunition and the cool house with the bar that I'm going to build and all the cool. So when the shit hits the fan and you never waved to me and said, hi, I'm locking my door. I don't know you. You're on your own. You're not hanging out in my shelter. <laughs> Fucking, I'm going to watch the zombies eat you and your children. <laughs> That's so funny. Imagine that shit. Like if all, I think everything, everybody always thinks like when all hell breaks loose, it'll be horrible. Like the apocalyptic nature of it all. Nobody ever, <laughs> nobody ever focuses on the humor of the fact that I would love to like peek out my blinds or like I pull them up to, and there's just zombies eating my neighbors. Says, oh God, it's my intestines. Like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, remember that time? You let your dog take a shit on my lawn? Yeah, well, have fun as a zombie. I'm going to blow your brains out first. It's just unbelievable. The, the lack of courtesy. That's where I'm at in life. I, I'm basically... <laughs> I'm banking on some world-ending, horrific nuclear fallout winter of zombie apocalypse just so I can say I... Just <laughs> not even I told you so just so I can stick it to my neighbor for not waving and saying hi while he's being eaten alive with his family. I can go, yeah, well, that's what you get. Should have said hi. Remember that time I needed jumper cables? Yeah, well, have fun with the zombies. Oh, your kids are out there with you? Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. Let me go check on my jumper cables. I'll get right back to you. Click.
So I don't know where the hell I'm going, what I'm doing, where to live, what the hell to do. I don't know. I've been having a lot of, I've been having a lot of fun though. You know, you got to have fun with like everything. I seen this uh, commercial for, I take a lot of screenshots. I know I've, t- I've talked about that before, but what is this sleep medication, melatonin for kids? I take it there. Oh, no, the one with the bees. There it is. The bees really sell it to the really sell it. It's safe. It's got bees on it. Um, czar bees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is fucking funny as shit. Zarbies children's sleep. Oh, they make other stuff. Anyway, um, I seen this Zarby stuff came up on my YouTube, on my YouTube ad. And I was looking at it, I was like, that's fucked up. Like, if you really pay attention, I think what you need to do is watch commercials from other countries. Think commercials, TV commercials, mostly, but anything, YouTube, you know, yeah, YouTube commercials, anything on Instagram, anything ad, not Instagram as much, but yeah, major companies, I guess, are advertising there too. Facebook, whatever. You got to watch advertisements in other countries and specifically watch them in countries that speak English and are somewhat, you know, Western country. But I watch Japanese and crazy ass shit like that just for fun and laughs. I guess it helps too, but like watch English commercials from like England or I don't know, find another Ireland or something. You realize what a bag of shit it is that they're pulling off on you. You know what I mean? Just this, the selling and we know it. Obviously it's an ad. We are aware, but it's with, it's the complete complacency and uh, glazed over, acceptance that we have of the ad and it's not even realizing what it's doing and pounding in there and just the psychological little game they're playing with my mind. Now I don't have cable TV. I don't. So, but uh, to, to say I'm not being exposed to ads is moronic. Every YouTube ad now has two of them. It runs like 15 seconds. You can't skip them. It's insane. And what am I going to do? Stop watching YouTube? No, I want YouTube plugged into my brain, my dick, my asshole. I want to just be regurgitating YouTube videos all day, every day. I love it. So Zorbies comes up (laughs) and I'm like, this is fucked up. Kids need medication to sleep now. Like, so here's the, here's the difference between me not having kids And me, I know if I had kids, like me as a parent, I'm like, this is wrong. You know, this is what's wrong with society today. Got to give kids stuff to sleep. Kids should be tired naturally from playing and getting out there and breathing air and scraping their knees and all these things. It's we got to get medicate our children just to get some rest. This is because the world's too stressful. It's all about grades and getting ahead and making your way because there's too many goddamn people on the planet. So you got to carve out a little niche for yourself. You got to be an individual. You got to be unique. You got to really get some get good at something now. If it ain't a violin, get on that TikTok, start dancing, shake them titties, honey. Whatever it is, you better carve out a spot for you. That's me with no parent. I'm like, this is awful. You know, this is everything that's wrong with society. Then me with kids, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? What is this is safe? Yeah. Hey, the FDA said it's cool. Whatever it is. Get this fucking kid asleep. I'm exhausted. It's two in the morning. I got to get up. 
my poop schedule's all messed up. I don't give a shit. Give it to the kid. If he's not tired, fuck him. He's tired now. A couple of Zarbies. Hit him with the Zarbies. Buzz, 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 buddy. You know what I mean? That, as a parent, I wouldn't give a shit. I got to live my life. It's just, it's not this like big over, it's just what's wrong with society. Some kids are little assholes and they wander around at like four in the morning trying to make themselves like Easy Mac and shit and burning the house down, messing up the How many microwaves are we going to go through this year before we get these kids fucking Zarbies? <laughs> that should be the That'd be so fucking funny. It's just a kid creep. That's, oh God, I'd be genius at ads. People don't want to go that far. I'm doing an ad for Zarbies right now. I want them as a sponsorship. I don't even have kids. It's just a husband (laughs) dumping a a microwave into a trash can. It's all burnt the fuck out. The the wire's hanging over the end of the trash can. (laughs) The trash guy's in the background just shaking his head. He's like, how many fucking microwaves are we going to go through this year before we get this kid some Zarbies? And it's just like Zarbies. And it has the dad like asleep on the couch at like three in the morning with like ice cream all over him. He's got like 10 empty beer cans next to him. There's like, it's that hour of night where even sports center is not on repeat anymore. It starts getting into just weird ads that run for 30 fucking minutes. You know, like the only people awake at that hour are serial. <laughs> the only people awake at that hour are serial killers and my friends on LSD. Like that's what the fuck is going on at the hour of three twenty two. Yeah. The things don't even run hourly anymore. Like on any type of, system there's no 5 10 15 minute increments it's like commercials are ending at like the halfway mark in like the 30 seconds like next up at 18:30 minute on the hour you're like what the fuck is this anyway that's zarbies <laughs> as a parent i wouldn't give a shit you know what i mean like and also we act again we act like society and the, the, some of that stuff may be true I I witnessed it in China as a teacher. These kids don't have any life. The pressure they put on these kids is insane, insane. And, you know, the, I feel like the West will go like kids over there understand the work ethic. They work hard and they do. They don't have a choice and they also don't have a childhood. And, uh, you know, let's see how that pans out. How many of those kids are going to either hate their parents uh, get their societies also, it's not even fair. Their society structured in a way that like, they can't get into drugs and alcohol. They can't even need like a therapist. They can't, none of that shit. It's all brushed under the rug. So it's not like, uh, also there's so much uh, familial piety and, uh, you know, honor and all that shit. This is, it's apples and oranges here. Not even it's, it's apples and kumquats. It's leeches and leeches. It's not even close. I don't know. You just can't compare, but you can't replace childhood. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. You can't give that back to a kid. Uh, you know, it seems like the world's trying though. Uh, you know, you never have to grow up. I know I don't fuck that. No responsibilities for this guy. <laughs> I'm going to battle with ants. Um, yeah. So maybe some of that stuff's true and kids are overly stressed and whatnot. But this was always the case. It was just like people, parents were just giving kids cough medicine and whiskey and just not telling anybody. Like, it's not like they weren't drugging their children. It was just old school drugging, like whatever cough medicine and shits in there, whatever PM, whatever we got, 
anything, just whatever it is. There used to be this Canadian cough syrup that they sold. The shit was amazing. It tasted horrendous, but it cleared up your chest. It was beautiful. I don't know why they stopped selling it. I got to look that shit up. Canadian cough. It was amazing. I feel like if I ever go to Canada, which I plan it, I plan it. I plan to forget like maple syrup. I'm going to be trying to sneak back some of this cough syrup. I'll be sneaking back. I, I'm pretty sure that's like illegal. Barclays, was that it? It was like white inside though. Like it was like creamy. It was like goat cum. Like <laughs> it's really viscous. <laughs> uh, that ain't it. Either way, you know, give them that a little bit of a little bit of Canadian club. Boom, kids out. Fuck Zarbies. <laughs> Ah, so anyway, you know what I mean? Everything we compare today, we're always kind of compare. Everything's always the same. We just, there wasn't a product for it. It wasn't marketed to people, but you think people didn't, people would have never made it if they could, didn't use a little bit of, you know, backhand magic to get their kid to go to sleep. You got to do what you got to do to get through life. Whatever. It's little things. And I mean, we've gone overboard with the protecting of the children and the, uh, questioning everything. God, I wanted to talk about this. I should probably make this a whole other episode. So many things I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about America is basically America right now. I have wrote this little thing down. This is funny. America right now is like, we have a substitute teacher right up to the president. I mean, everyone, it's like everyone's behaving like we have a substitute teacher, including the president. The president isn't in this, um, analogy this description. He isn't the substitute teacher. It's just like our whole country, maybe the whole world is kind of just operating like that substitute teacher attitude where like no one respects anyone. No one respects the boss anymore or the job or shit getting done. Emails sit unopened for weeks. No one gives a fuck like, fuck it. You'll be gone tomorrow. Shut up and put a movie on. Like, let's just watch five goes west we're not doing the social studies today. It's no, nothing's getting spelled. Fuck off. I don't care what the gerund is. Make with the movie or we treat you like the garbage that you are because you are a substitute teacher. <laughs> it's Kids are awful, man. Protect the kids. Fucking kids are savage little pieces of shit. Like, that, that, think about it. There was like a known mentality of like, you don't got any play here, okay? Substitute teacher, you're coming in. You're going to give us some bullshit. We don't have to answer you tomorrow. You ain't going to be here next week. You don't even know my name. Fuck off, lady or male man, because that could be a substitute teacher too, all right? In my experience, though, I had women, so that's why I said that. It isn't because I'm some kind of fucking maniac pig who hates everybody. Man, just my life experience was that I had female substitute teachers. Can't that just be my fucking experience on the world, on this planet? No, I'm not allowed to have the experience that I had, which was female substitute. <laughs> that's where we're at. Not allowed to have my life experience because it's not the life experience. It's not the past that you wanted me to have. Anyway, yeah, it just feels like life's on kind of like a substitute teacher thing we got going on. Just eh, it does, it doesn't feel like anyone's gonna answer to anything. Kind of, it's just like this is what happens. 
when like money doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, of course it does. But like, it's kind of just like you're handing out money to people. We've kind of realized it's all bullshit. The people who didn't realize the fiat currency system was just smoke and mirrors and nonsense. And it's like nothing has any real value. There's just, it's all fabricated. We're just all dancing on this thin sheet, like a, a thin membrane that's just barely holding us up. It's only holding us up because we're all imagining it's there, kind of. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that that's, even if that's not even real, that's not the case. That's what it feels like. And, and again, I come back to perception is everything. Like the world, the U.S., all this shit. Take any topic you want. I don't care what it is. I'm not paying attention to the news. It's awful. How? Why would I? It's it's not even what's happening. It's what's people are telling me what they think is happening. It's n- nothing. Nonsense. And it, it comes so much. There's so much of it. What? It's just coming everywhere. This is the news. It's just coming. It's just, <laughs> it's just coming on me. <laughs> There's just the volume of news to keep up with. There's no point. So I just go to stuff that I enjoy and it interests me. And if I, if it ties in somehow, cool, great. You know, it's not that I don't care what's going on. It just, I can't, can't keep up with it. Um, so anyway, the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah. It just feels like the perception, which is really is what matter. You can take any subject, right? Perception is like kind of people don't stand with each other in America. There's no unity. There's none of that. Like even think about it's the perception. I'm not saying there isn't like when I go meet people, I love chit chatting and I like just go out and do my chores and groceries other than my neighbors directly around me who I said are asshole pieces of shit who I'd like to see zombies eat their entire family outside of them, not saying hi to me. Everybody else is lovely, you know, just strangers out there. Everyone's having a good time and it's like nice and courteous and, just at least where I'm at, you know, for the most part, everywhere I go, you know, Philadelphia, I went into this nice little Italian bakery. The lady's lovely. I had this conversation like, you know, it's just there isn't all this stuff when you're just interacting with people. But the perception, if now you ask me how, what it feels like, I'd be like, oh, nobody gives a shit about each other. Nobody wants to fight for anything here. Everybody thinks everybody's got like an issue and wants to complain, complain. I like, that's my Everyone's got a problem with everybody. And it's like, what the fuck do they believe? Uh, You got a problem with what I believe. That's what a lot of it is. It's like, if you don't care what I'm about, that's great. I don't want you to like, it's the, it's the thought process, the perspective that like, or the perception that the people I see are going to have an issue with just things I think and do and say when it's like, I don't know why I don't care what you do on any level whatsoever. Why would I waste time in my reality? Like all my reality is whatever consciousness people got to be more solipsistic. You know what I mean? You just, you can't give a fuck. Like that doesn't even exist to me. Why do I care what you're up to? What you think, what you believe it would be insane. Like it'd be like, me worrying about what the atmosphere is like on another planet. I'm not breathing that shit. I don't care. Like, why the fuck would I care what, you know, Venus is atmosphere is like, you know, scientifically, sure, it might be interesting. You know, I, but I don't really care. I, I could care less. So perception of what's going on is totally, totally different. And I feel like the perception to me is this whole 
substitute teacher deal. Like just everybody's out for a day. You know what I mean? Everybody's just kind of out like, nah, it's like nobody cares about like consequences or something, or maybe I'm out of touch, but it feels like not consequences. just like what nobody has a clear picture of an indication of projecting that there's going to be <laughs> the fuck. Like I just didn't say anything there. Nobody can project onto the future some sort of positive arrangement that they're content with and that they feel other people are going to be content with. It just feels like it's going to be more tumultuous shit and yelling and screaming. And it's a byproduct of so many things. It isn't just people's beliefs themselves. It's the outlets that they have for these beliefs, the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram and the blah, blah. And the, uh, everybody's ability to have an opinion and uh, in a weird way. And I've said this shit before communist China is better off. Maybe you can only have 1.4 billion people in a world of a lot of different thought processes. If they're ignorant and they don't got shit to say because you take them away if they say shit. I'm not saying I don't want freedom of speech and it's not necessary. I'm just saying in terms of the functioning of a society, we just assume that like freedom and all that it is, but we're testing some things here. Like that is one way is definitely, maybe it's the only way is that everyone should be able to be free to do and say what they want and all that shit. It's beautiful on paper, but then all of a sudden there's some things are going on here where it's like, I guess the problem is because what's happening isn't true freedom. It's not the Republic that was designed to be this country. Freedom is, is not. So I guess it's hard to compare, but I just think sometimes it's interesting that people, a lot of people, at least in communist China, because they can't really talk about things. They can't voice their opinion. In a lot of ways, it's like psychologically more healthy of just like, Enjoy life then. Fucking, why are you like, it's a weird thing in Shanghai. You go to parks and there's just all these old people dancing. They ballroom dance because they don't have back. They live in apartment buildings. They don't have backyards. They don't have front yard. They don't have lawns. They don't have a lot of space. So they gather in these groups and they ballroom dance in the park. And sure, it's weird and funny and silly, but it's great to sit and drink beers at night and the lights are on in the trees and it's romantic. And they all, they got a big speaker and they're blasting music and they, they, they got drinks off to the side. It's, this isn't perception. This, there's a very unhealthy lifestyle in general in the U S but for old people, it, it probably, yeah, definitely. It's so unhealthy what the fuck happens to people here. And, and it's weird. It's because of this collectivist cultures in, in Asia. He's, they got so many friends. They're so happy. They, the old dudes play poker everywhere on the streets in Shanghai gambling. And there's a crowd of guys around them, like 30, 40 guys. Like this is their TV. Like fuck uh, the world series of poker. They sit there and they watch their local boys. Like it's some straight up 1920 shit. When dudes were kids were sh rolling dice or shooting um, marbles. I'm sitting here going like this fucking idiot <laughs> shooting marbles. And everyone would sit and watch like you're in interacting with real life. Like this is it. This is not some shit on the TV. Some ass wipe. You don't know playing for millions. You're so disassociated. It's like, this is your boy fucking Yang dude. He's killing it right now. Like he's dropping hard bets on this dude. You know what I mean? Like you're in. And then next week you can talk about, it. you can shoot this shit and like, be like, Oh dude, remember when you pulled that card out? That was amazing. You know what I mean? They're like, they exercise in the park. I'm not, a lot of them chain smoke and whatever. And they're all fucked up and de demented. And they're, you know, they just kind of let them roam the streets and shit, but they're happy. 
got a lot going. And it's like, you think about like, I think about like any kind of Latin culture, people are dancing and moving. They got, and of course this shit's happening some places in the U S of course, but there's a lot of isolation. It's just like the space factor and just the individualistic thing works. I feel like for certain periods of life, I feel like there's other periods of life where like you need that sense of community because you're kind of lost on your own and you're not as strong and independent as you once were. You need the sense of community. I don't know. I'm just talking to my ass now, but I'm just thinking about these things. Uh, like I said, I'm still in this mindset with these pictures and nostalgia and just having a good time with that. I'm just excited to get them up in the house, make a good space for myself and, uh, you know, my girlfriend and the dog and people, family and friends coming over. It's a great feeling. Um, but why was I talking about that with old people and such the oldens, olden ones? I don't know. The fuck was I talking about? Oh, that like in a way that they just enjoy life. Like if you can just drop all this shit, here's the thing. You should have the freedom to say what you want. You, you should have anyone should be able to do and say whatever they want especially if they're being wronged or there's wrong going on that they see, um, you know, or being a voice for the voiceless, all these things are fantastic and prevent horrible scenarios where there's control. And we've all seen things throughout history, but at the same time, if there really isn't anything, not to say that there isn't, but if there isn't that much for a lot of people, there isn't. A lot of people don't need to be talking about anything. Shut the fuck up. Go get a nice lunch. Hug whoever you love. Kiss some people. Tell them you love them. Go out and get some sunshine. Walk in a park. Fucking play a game. A game. Life is a fucking game. It's all a not. It's nonsense. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. For a half of our energy is spent pretending that we do. Look, I got a car. I got more money. I got a bigger house. I got this. I got, I know what is going on. I know the purpose. Look at me. I got all my shit together. Nobody fucking knows. And the reason I'm not trying to go off on that tangent, what I'm saying is, why are you yelling about all this stuff? Like, there's so many other things. Just go enjoy life. Like, we're forgetting to enjoy life because we're too busy bitching about life and arguing about what they said. Oh my God. Have you seen people hanging out in the park? It's lovely. Like, what are you doing? It's crazy. Pick your head up. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like, it's that memory of like, and the reason I say this is when you live in Shanghai, there is something beautiful about like the internet, internet, not working half the time. I was so detached. I didn't care. Distance wise, I was detached from the U S I was detached from what was going on in my own kind of home circle. And you might say that's awful, but like, no, you need that. I, I'm a person who needs to unplug and then get involved in something else and let it just get all over me. I just, just rub that shit. I need new inputs. You know what I mean? Creatively. I just all spiritually, all that I need it. And it's really great to be detached like that. And somebody might say, well, yeah, but you didn't like really have internet. Sometimes I didn't, you know, it was a trickle. It got to the point where the internet was just like in the 1990s. It was just bad, like dial up that I just didn't even feel like being bothered with it. So I just stopped giving a shit about like, any. I didn't need to, you know, I cared. I, I had a job that paid well. I had some side gigs that paid well. I had money coming in. All I cared about was, Hey, where do you want to go get like a fresh baguette and a bottle of wine? cruise around on the scooter a little bit, find a park, hang out. Maybe we'll play some chess or, you know, some kind of game. I'll bring my guitar. 
it was just like living life was just like, that was the point of life is like living life. It was beautiful. Just so lovely. And it just kind of felt like, uh, yeah, why, why bother with all that other stuff? You know, I guess that's, <laughs> that's the real point of what I'm trying to get at here. Like why, I just don't know why people need to be bothered with that. It seems, it seems horrible for you. And then horrible for everyone else, really, because they have to listen to you. So then what are you really getting out of that? I don't know. I really don't. But uh, I think that's enough of this shit for today. <laughs> I think I've made my point. Why bother? Okay, I'm going to get that tattooed on my forehead. Why bother? But uh, all right, guys, as always, thanks for joining me. I got a lot more to talk about. I'll jump in on the next one and I'll see you then. I'll see you next time. The thing. Everyone thinks not doing shit's easy, but it's not. It's fucking fucking nice. gonna get weird, go paint some stuff. That's enough of this bullshit for one day. Sometimes you just gotta slam them fuckers. Oh, sure.